friends. Welcome to the Intuitive Mother Podcast, the podcast created to help you awaken, heal, and connect to your truth and your desires as you journey home to you in the midst of motherhood. I'm your host, Angie Schaefer, wife, mom of two teen daughters, intuitive life coach, and Reiki healer, creator of The Awoken Woman, and spiritual joy seeker. Each week, we'll come together and chat just as if we are on my sofa, side by side, sharing sacred space. It is my greatest hope to help other moms by offering insights, interviews, and straight up truth on all things motherhood and womanhood to guide your journey home with a friendly and healing vibe. Our time is now. Let's go. Hey friends, welcome back to the Intuitive Mother Podcast. I am so excited for you to be here with me today because today marks the 100th episode of the podcast and this is huge in my little world And I am so grateful to be able to share this space with you today. And as always, come to you sharing my heart, my truth, what's coming up for me as a mom, as a wife, as a woman in her midlife, and all of the ups and downs, all of the joy and sorrow all of the roller coaster ride that I have always hoped to just bring to you through this podcast week after week. The podcast started in January of 2020. I started it as nurturing your nest, as in nurturing those in your nest, or like we were the moms nurturing our nest of our home our children, our family. And during that time period, I became certified as an intuitive life coach. And at that time, it seemed like a great point to change up where I was being led as an intuitive life coach, an intuitive motherhood coach, and share with you from the point of being that midlife mom and wife and woman coming home to herself through her intuition. So half of my 100 episodes were under Nurturing Your Nest, and then we had the pivot to the Intuitive Mother podcast as you hear it and find it today in its 100th episode. So I'm thankful for you to have been on the journey with me if you've been there from the beginning and if you are just tuning in recently or today is your first time, I am thankful for you joining in on the journey with me here and now. So let me get started with this episode that is coming through really strong for me and What I want to say is that I intended to bring in a couple of special guests for today on the 100th episode, but how I have always run my episodes is that if I have a spark of inspiration, I bring that to you instead. 
And that's where I am today. This inspiration came from a conversation with friends that I had yesterday. And I really hope that it is a conversation that opens up your heart to a way of looking at this scenario or the way you think about things for yourself and your worthiness in a different light. So let me get started. I'm going to start with the words return on investment. And what transpired in my conversation with friends was I was out to lunch and there was conversation about one of us is, you know, looking into a program that they would go through, work with a coach in order to get, you know, their end result. And that could be many end results. Um, In this specific situation, there would have been some career coaching, corporate type career coaching, resume building, but I know so many other friends and they have gone to coaches for branding their own entrepreneurial business or coming home to their truth, getting to know themselves. For myself, I have gone into coaching for many, many reasons, um, and those have all been shared on this podcast from time to time, whether it was just that feeling of uncertainty and numbness and stuck in a place where I was in my life at that time, or if I went to get certification or I went and wanted to build a business. So I went with a coaching program that would help me go through the steps of building a business or starting a podcast or whatnot. So everything we do in life has some ultimate return on investment, if you think about it, because we're giving of our time and sometimes what we receive back, we would look at that giving of time or giving of our um, monetary, you know, any monetary expenses or time that we're giving, energy that we're giving. We then look for what is the return of that investment that we just made, whether it be through time, energy, money, um, goes on and on and on. And what came through for me in this conversation with friends actually didn't come through in the moment. Um, but there was conversation around would the investment, the monetary investment prove to have a good return on investment for this other friend of mine. And it wasn't until I got home and sat with this a little bit longer that it really started coming through for me about how we as a society have been trained and raised to see return on investment typically as a monetary return. When we go to college, we're going with 
the end result in mind of getting our degree and being able to get a job and how many years is it going to take us at that job to pay off the investment for our college debt. When we, you know, take any maybe extra certification program, we are looking often at what what is the return investment on that. I can remember when I worked at the hospital as a social worker and um I have my bachelor's in social work, and one of my coworkers who had her master's said to me, it's not worth your investment for your master's because there wasn't really that much of a pay jump at that position, and really there were not in our area many other places you would go unless you were going to do private counseling that would make a lot more money for the investment that you would make for your master's. So I didn't do it. And it wasn't only because of those words from her, but that's often how we hear about investment in our future, investment in a program or a coach or a certification or college, um, a move. Is there going to be a return on our investment? You could even see this come up in the housing market. And, you know, can you buy a house, flip it and get your return on that investment? But I just feel like society in general, we have been conditioned to see the return of investment solely based monetary. And this ate away at me yesterday because it's something I feel so passionately about. Um, the week prior to eating with our my friends, one of them had called me and talked to me about this program that she was thinking of taking and what the cost was. And, you know, her husband wasn't 100% on board. Is this something that's good to invest in? And when I shared what I have invested money-wise in myself over the past, you know, three to 10 years, <laughs> um, it was quite high. And to be very transparent with you, it has put at times stress and struggle financially for our family. And it has meant not eating dinner out, not getting new clothing or new shoes, um, choosing, picking and choosing, like what we can do and can't do uh, for vacation, and then add in the regular life happenings that eat away at your budget. And there have been some points of my investment on myself ending up putting us in a position where it's been very tight financially and very stressful for my husband and I. That said, when I shared with her how much about I was at on my personal investment on myself, I also noted how deep how deeply I have changed because of that investment. And that's what led me yesterday to really sit with this idea of return on investment and how that comes through for so many of us as 
only if it's going to give us our money back for the investment versus giving us our life back, our health back, our happiness, our joy, our marriage, our children, our relationships, our faith, our future. And that we're missing the point when we get so stuck on the return on investment having to be financial. That we're missing the point if we show up every day only for the final outcome being money. Because money could be taken away from us tomorrow. And we, we will always have our family and our memories and our love and our truth and our happiness. And when we link that return on investment solely to money, we are hinging our happiness also onto money. It's piggy, they're piggybacking. And I personally find that that is where we start to really feel, um, I'm even thinking for like the right words for this, but when we're linking our money to our personal happiness, now if money is taken away, we lose it all, now we're not happy. So the return on investment that I want to talk about and really invite you, the listeners, to sit with is what is your return on investment for your happiness? What are you willing to invest to find your truth, your path, your happiness, to heal your marriage, your relationships, um, to heal yourself or start that journey? It's crazy to me that we're so quick to run to any store and drop hundreds of dollars, including like, I mean, what mom is not used to running to Target for four things and coming out with 40 things and over $300 dropped. But when it comes to taking care of ourselves, coming home to ourselves, really getting to know ourselves, we're so quick to turn away and say, there's not going to be a return on investment on that. Well, there's no return on investment on the clothing that you're buying for yourself at Target either. But in a, our society, we have raised our children to believe this because we have been conditioned to believe that that's okay. It's okay to spend hundreds, thousands of dollars on cars, clothing, houses, just everything material that money can buy. It's okay to do that, but it's not okay to take care of ourselves. And it's not okay to consider our happiness, the return on investment that we actually need and are seeking. And that we get on this hamster wheel when we're on the hamster wheel for the return on investment to be money. Because there's always going to be more that then we're going to want and we're going to want to see and we're almost going to throw ourselves into this stressed out pattern of, okay, well now I invested on this so I better make this much more money. And hey, I'm raising my hand here and if you could see me right here sitting in my chair, I've been one 
of those in that moment. I've been fallen victim to this where I've invested in a program and then didn't necessarily see the immediate return financially and got caught up in the financials of was it worth my investment. But what I'm going to pose to you is, is it worth your investment if you come out happier, more secure, more clear, more ready, more confident for you, for your path? Is it worth the investment if you come home to yourself and you can so clearly feel when you are and are not in alignment? I believe it is. I believe that's what will set your soul on fire is when you do something to put your worth first. To believe that you are worthy of that investment because you are worthy of happiness. Not solely because your bank account is going to go up. And when we start doing that as moms and women, I see this beautiful thing happening where our daughters are going to start holding their worth and their happiness or their worth will be linked to their happiness and their joy and their truth and coming home to themselves instead of their worth only being true if it's increasing our bank account or getting us a better job or a better degree or a bigger house or a better car. When we take away everything material and we go through life looking for our return on investment to be what sets us alive, what awakens our soul. That is when we're going to see significant change. But if we stay fixated on the return on investment having to be monetary, we are never going to get off the hamster wheel. Because we're always going to be continuing to look for something out there instead of something in here, in your heart. Everything you need and seek is within you and in your heart. Investing in a coaching program could open your heart up by the work you do with that coach who helps guide you home so tremendously that you will just start living life completely differently. And it will light you up. And when it lights you up, it's going to light up your children, and it's going to light up your husband, and it's going to light up your sister, and it's going to light up your friends, and it's going to light up your community. And everybody who talks to you is going to be lit because you came home to your truth and you started shining brighter. Because we can only shine so bright if we are full of joy and we're aligned into and with an open heart. We're aligned with ourselves with an open heart and we now just exude light and happiness and everybody wants to be around us. You could go on and on and on for multiple degrees and expect to see that return on investment, but if it is not aligned in your heart, 
I suspect you're still going to feel like you're running on the hamster wheel. You're still going to feel unhappy and unsatisfied and unfulfilled. You're still going to wonder if that was the path for you. And that right there is not a return on investment, even if it's raising your bank account by $20,000, $50,000, whatever it might be. And so I encourage you to sit with this. Where am I looking for a return on investments that are material, monetary? How am I showing up in life that I'm doing this? And what example is it setting for those watching me, which, you know, in in this conversation, I'm thinking about our daughters and how they're watching us link our worth to only things material and monetary instead of our true happiness and purpose and calling and our heart being the return on investment that's worthy of the journey. To be honest, the people that have helped me come home to that the most by guiding and setting an example and being vulnerable and sharing it with me were the coaches who took a chance on themselves and leaped into, I want to help others. I want to guide others home, help them awaken. And the return on investment on that is seeing our clients grow and light up and transform. And their return on investment is coming home to that true north within them, to their alignment, opening their heart, changing their lives. What I know for sure is that when you seek your happiness as the return on investment, your life is going to change. You are suddenly going to just show up differently that even if there are rocky moments in your marriage, you will transform and your marriage can transform. Your relationship with your daughters can transform. And I I say this from the bottom of my heart because I know it's true because I had what I thought was a phenomenal relationship with my daughters. And I started this journey to coming home to myself. And I've worked with coaches and put in the investment financially, not knowing what the return on investment would be, but knowing that I was seeking happiness and joy and seeking my puzzle pieces coming together and seeking that I would feel just wholehearted. And we talked about this last week on the podcast. Not once did I feel like I was broken, but I felt numb. And so the return on the vest on the investment was that I came alive by working with these coaches and mentors who have now turned into friends and women that I text just when I need a little pick-me-up. They are the women that have 
guided me to change my life by coming home to myself. I treasure them and their friendships. But what I saw happen was as I started to shift and recognize, you know, my reactions and how I was showing up that I didn't love about myself, my relationship started to change with my daughters. And the most profound one was with my oldest daughter, where unfortunately she was the one that received my wrath. I had a lot of stored anger, fear, deep hurt from my past. I only knew how to go from zero to a hundred. And it was like the nastiest mother would fly out. I did not physically hurt them in the moment. I didn't even recognize that what I was saying could be emotional or verbally upsetting and abusive in a way. But by investing in myself and my healing and my heart and my truth and my happiness, we started to see major shifts in that relationship because I started to peel back the layers of what was hidden and stuffed deep down for so many years that I was operating from a numb level, a unconscious level. I was like sleeping. I was like the sleeping mom. I put on a smile. I was really a great, I I, I was a great mom. But man, I had a 10% section of myself that could go from zero to beyond your belief. And it was scary and it scared her. And if I hadn't invested in myself and my happiness, we would never have healed yet to this point, our relationship. I knew that it was traumatizing to her and I didn't know how to stop it. And I hated myself for it, truly hated myself. I remember one time flying off the handle, coming upstairs crying. Like I would get so defensive in front of them, but then I'd come upstairs, I would cry because I didn't know how to manage what was coming through. And it was coming through because I was numb and exhausted and just depleted and unhappy and disconnected. And I felt like everything was all over the place, like all these scattered puzzle pieces, and I didn't know how to pull them back together. And it was because of my willingness to acknowledge it And my willingness to say I need help and I need somebody to guide me. And my willingness to invest in myself without needing a return. But knowing deep in my heart that the greatest return I could get would be that I would be awake and full of joy and love and calm, and a mom that my daughters could come to, and they would know how I was going to show up. And yes, of course, I was still going to have a bad day here and there, as is everyone in the world. But because I can operate from this foundation of 
calm, collected, connected, awoken, and full of vibrant love, they're able to come to me and know that I now know how to manage what's coming up for me. And they know how I'm going to show up 99.9% of the time. And some of those times, it's me saying, this is upsetting to me right now. I can't do this. I have to go take a walk outside. And when I come back, we can have this conversation. But that is profoundly better than me screaming at them. So that story went off on a tangent, but I felt like it was... It came through and it's important to share because it's important for you to hear how the return on investment in happiness is so much more fulfilling than the return on investment being financial. Of course, money and abundance matters, but I don't ever want to live in a world where The abundance I seek is solely financial. I want abundance of love and abundance of relationships and abundance of happiness and abundance of just feeling alive, my health. And when all of that comes together, that's beautiful. But if all I seek is the abundance of money and everything else has fallen to the wayside because I'm only worried about the investments that I make that will give me money back, I'm missing the point. And I invite you to sit with that and see where in your life are you desiring more? Are you missing the point? And where do you see the opportunity for the return on investment to be happiness for you. This can be so small to so big. You know, a yoga class once a week, a chat with your dearest friend, a coffee date with a friend, a walk outside. Invest in yourself. Invest in your heart and your happiness. And see how your world changes. I hope this just brought a new outlook and inspiration for your week going forward. I cannot wait to come back again next week. There are some changes coming and some exciting news and offerings that are going to be coming out. I am looking forward to that. It will be throughout early summer. And until then, I thank you once again for being here with me for these first 100 episodes. I am truly grateful from the bottom of my heart. And I hope you stick around because we're just getting started here. All right. You have a great week.